We're here, everybody. NFL Draft Time, Arizona. You are on the clock. Football options open, they say, with the number one pick. And the consensus, they'll be taking quarterback Kyler Murray, but have given no indications. It's funny. Story just broke a couple minutes ago. Kyler Murray saying he wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't the first pick. A little bit of a smokescreen. Complicating matters is the fact that first-round quarterback Josh Rosen is still on the roster, and the Cards have yet to receive a respectable trade offer as of yet. They're not close for a deal for Rosen. As we mentioned on the books, Murray down to minus 330 in most spots to be the first pick overall. Raiders reportedly moving up. Uh, Dwayne Haskins on their draft board. Redskins, what are these guys going to do? They can't decide whether to take a quarterback in the first round. Unsure. Is it going to be Haskins? Is it going to be Jones? Or what do they do if they draft a quarterback? They hold the 15th overall pick, but reportedly might move up. Another reports just minutes ago, the Steelers. These guys apparently want to move up in the draft. And the San Francisco 49ers now shopping defensive end Solomon Thomas. According to Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio, Thomas, 23, was drafted third overall by San Fran in 2017 31 tackles and 13 starts last year with four sacks san fran holds the number two pick in the draft and guys we have you covered top to bottom tune in tonight for live coverage of the first round of the nfl draft tonight at eight o'clock to midnight right here on the fantasy sports radio network with mike blewett dane martinez emery hutt and joe lisi if you're not driving catch video coverage of the broadcast on the fntsy sports network youtube page where you can weigh in with your thoughts and reactions in real time in the chat room Round two of the NHL playoffs, as Gabe and I were talking about. Underdog Columbus heading to Beantown. Bruins 145 favorites tonight, over under five and a half. Game two of the doubleheader, Dallas and St. Louis. Blues laying 60 cents in this game, very low total at five. All four division winners, they gone in the NHL. One more elimination game in the NBA as well. Denver Nuggets taking on San Antonio. The Spurs, three-point favorites right now, over under 208 and a half. The Nuggets lead the best of series three to two. And uh, Milwaukee Bucks guard Malcolm Brogdon, he's going to miss game one and game two of the second round series against the Boston Celtics. Let's take a look at the MLB scoreboard today. A great day for Zach Greinke. Arizona beating up on Pittsburgh 5 to nothing. Zach Greinke hit a triple today. He hit for the cycle this month. He also gets the win. Greinke, seven shutout innings, two hits, seven Ks in the win. Nice day for the D-back ace and the Dodgers. They held on to beat the Cubbies 2-1. to one. It is a final. Henley Jansen earning save number eight for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Rest of the sked, 640 Atlanta and Cincy Reds minus 140. Under, over under nine, Taran Castillo. 705 Miami and Philly. Phils minus 210, seven and a half. Smith versus Nola. 710 action, Detroit and Boston. Red Sox, big chalk, 220. Over under nine and a half. Zimmerman and Porcello. 810, we got Cleveland and Houston. The Astros minus 160, seven and a half. Bauer versus Cole. 907, the Yankees battle the Angels. Angels, 10-cent favorites. Uh, actually, yeah, this one's a pick em now. Over under eight, Tanaka and Cahill. Yankees, they picked up Cameron Mabin today from the Indians with all their injuries. 10-10 baseball, Texas Rangers and Mariners. Mariners minus 155, over under eight and a half. Hearn versus Gonzalez. And taking a look at the links, still under this lightning delay at the PGA's Zurich Classic in New Orleans, Joel Damon and Brandon Harkins. They still hold down the lead at six under. And the trophy, Hassan, being played in Morocco on the European Tour. Englishman Jordan Smith, he carries a one-shot lead after a nice seven-under round one. I'm Cam Stewart. He's Gabe Morenci. It's the DFS Hour. We're going to talk a little bit NHL playoffs, NBA betting, and a whole lot more NFL props. Stick around. The DFS Hour on Red Heat and Rage Radio. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Here's the mic, so. 
Level three. Level three. Level three. Countdown is on. NFL draft. NBA basketball. We talked a little bit about the basketball. Um, what's the number right now? Still sitting at three, minus one forty five, total two oh nine and a half. Uh, how about them Warriors last night? Uh, and Clippers yeah, last yeah, night. Uh, great. Holy crap. Like Warriors. Warriors showing no like real uh, you know, like emergency or no real like I don't even know how to put it, Gabe. Really, it's like you want you want these guys to hang around. You're eventually going to win the series, but not a lot of uh, bite to their bark with the Golden yeah, but State you know Warriors. What, Cam? Right they are going to win the series. They're not going to lose two more games. I, they, I agree. They, they did blow a three-one series lead once before. <laughs> um, they're not they're not going to lose they're, they're not going to lose the next two games. But I'm just stating, and I'm not I'm not pulling like you. I'm not like I don't have a voodoo doll here, and I'm sticking pins in. Uh, in, in the Warriors, but this is just another game they didn't have to play. You know what I mean? It's a yep, plane exactly. ride they didn't have to take. It's a trip they didn't have to take. It's a game they didn't have to play. And Just imagine if somebody gets hurt tomorrow. KD twists yep. his ankle tomorrow night. Excellent point. Yeah. Excellent and point. And it's like, you son of a bitch, guys. Maybe business. if we you didn't like, mail it in the other night, you wouldn't even be here right, right. now. And it's he just got hurt. Point. Or Draymond just got suspended. Yep. Something happened. There's a brawl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you know the same camp. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. You know what I'm saying? It being hell. Like, nothing. One of these deals. Point, like, nothing, nothing good happens if you're the Warriors when you let a game. Nothing linger. good can come out of it. When you let them hang around another game, you said it. Who knows what's going to happen? Anybody could get hurt. You could. You said it. With the with the tempers on that team, you could have guys choking each other out. Choke slams, suspensions. Exactly. Who knows? And when you take care of business, that's the thing. It started like, a bit last these, night. They started pitching cool, at each man. other a bit last night on the court. It's not good because you're eventually, as the season progresses too, you're going to want rest. And when you don't t- take care of your business, bad things are going to happen. It's just a bad omen, Gabe. That's why we've got a lot of respect for Columbus, the Islanders, just looking at it from a hockey perspective. Those teams took care of business in the fourth game. You don't want to give teams hope. You don't want to give them anything. Even the Clippers have a ray of sunshine, a ray of light. Oh, we came back. Against these guys, we were down 31 points against these guys, and Golden State has a lot of hotheads on their team. It's bad for everything: possible injuries and a lack of rest. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Take care of your business. You know, Clay Thompson. I like Clay Thompson because he's honest. He's one of the more honest players in the NBA. You remember a couple of years ago when they asked him, uh, "Do you want to play the Clippers or the or the Jazz?" and he said, "The Clippers," because I don't want to go to Utah for two weeks. Um, <laughs> You know, the other night he jumped in the ocean, but because you know he wasn't shooting well, so he was like, "Yeah, whatever." He just he went out, and he jumped in the ocean, and, like and he played well. So yeah. last night, after they get the typical question after the game, were you guys looking ahead to the Houston Rockets? Most of the time, people would say, "No, nah, man. You know, we just didn't shoot the ball tonight, or we didn't do this or that, and we're not looking ahead to anything." Clay Thompson said, "Yes, I was." Yeah, <laughs> and he said, "He go, yeah, he did." He goes, yeah. I, he goes, I was thinking about Houston. And he goes, we all were. And he goes, yeah. He goes, we thought we were just going to show up and win. Like, he actually said that. He said, I thought we were just going to, we thought we'd just show up and win tonight and get ready for Houston. 
And he goes, well, that's what we get. And he admitted it. You know what I mean? Like, the Warriors just probably thought they just showed up. And sort of like the Raptors in game one. You know what I mean? I think the Raptors just thought, well, we'll show up and we'll beat Orlando. <laughs> it's like, well, Orlando are going to try, guys, right? It's like, unless you try, you're not just going to be like, as good as the Warriors are, if the Warriors aren't 100%, they can't beat you now. There's suddenly cracks exactly. in that armor, Ken. Raptors learn quick, too. They got slapped in the face, then they punched back. NBA playoffs going to be fun this weekend. Sure is. Clippers Warriors tomorrow, then Saturday we've got the Sixers Raptors. Marco D'Angelo, Georgia Penn. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Portland, the Portland Trailblazers are not going to the NBA Finals. I know everyone wants to annoy Damian Lillard as the next Michael Jordan because he hit that shot the other night. And Lillard's a hell of a player, but people need to chill out um, on on Portland going to the Finals and uh, and all this other stuff. But let's talk NBA basketball, a little NFL draft. We'll get back to the NHL hockey. I don't know, maybe Marco has a take on the hockey games tonight, but I think we'll talk uh, NFL draft and NBA basketball uh, with him. Marco D'Angelo, wagertalk.com. Check it out, guys. Great website, wealth of information, great videos, and a ton of winners and uh, free content there as well. Marco D'Angelo joins us in Vegas. Marco, what's up, man? Thanks for joining us on Game Time Decisions. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good. Well, you know what? Hopefully we're uh, we're going to be doing better in a couple of hours. Um, <laughs> uh, haven't had the best week this week, uh, but... You know, we always try to stay positive. They play the national M every night, right, Marco? So we'll get right at it. Before we get to the NBA playoffs here, what about the NFL draft? Are you an NFL draft better? Do you like to hit a couple of props, or do you stay away? I stay away from the draft props. I mean, it's fun. It's really only for the last couple of years were we able to even bet that here in Vegas. They just passed that a few years ago. It is gaining in popularity, but, you know, we're going to bet the first uh, draft pick. It's going to be, you know, Kyler Murray. Uh, no value there. Uh, there are some interesting props on some of the teams as to the number of players will be drafted from those teams, like Alabama's at two and a half over under, things of that nature. Haskins, where he's going to go. Uh, his stock seems to have been dropping. Uh, the number's been going up as far as where he gets taken in the uh, draft. When I saw the first number on him, if I was going to bet anything, I would have taken the over on him, but we've lost a little value on it. And it's interesting because we're betting on speculation, and I brought it up earlier. You know, when we're talking about these NFL props, and we're betting NFL props, I'm not talking about what I would do or what I think is the right thing to do, not that that matters, but what they're going to do and i just think it's funny because yeah we're betting on speculation <laughs> one we're betting on a speculative market um here 
And it's just funny, Cam, because I remember when uh, when WrestleMania was a couple of weeks ago. And I didn't bet on WrestleMania, but we talked about some of the odds. And people said, oh, you're crazy. How can you bet on something like it's not a real event? Well, I don't know how much is different between the NFL draft and WrestleMania, guys. Yeah. It's both scripted. Um, I don't really know what the difference is. But let's talk about the basketball game uh, here this evening. San Antonio Spurs look to stave off elimination uh, tonight. I predicted seven games before the series started, uh, Marco, so I'm going to stick to my guns uh, here. Uh, but Denver started to roll the last uh, two games. Uh, what do you make of tonight's contest? Well, you look at this game, and obviously uh, San Antonio, uh, it's a must-win situation for them. But history has said uh, teams down 3-2 in a series and is a home favorite of four or less, not good for them. The last 32 times this has come up, they're just 11-21 and 21 straight up and 10-22 and 22 against the spread. That puts me squarely on the Nuggets tonight. And you know what? I like the Nuggets for several reasons. They came into this series as the team that lacked playoff experience. And at the beginning, there was a lot of love for the Spurs. You got Coach Popovich and everything. But once they had that 19-point comeback win in Game 2, you saw a different swagger with this Nuggets team. And I'm looking for them to close it out tonight. And if you look at the line in this game, guys, Vegas is telling you a little bit about this game tonight because normally when you have a team in a must-win situation and Vegas knows that the general public is going to gravitate to that side, they're going to make you pay a price for it. They're not tonight. The line in game three was four and a half. The line in game four was four, and they split those two games. This thing opened up at minus two and a half. Vegas was to me, was begging for San Antonio money. Uh, it did go up to three when we got the public involved here on game day. I'm taking the Denver Nuggets. I think that this ends tonight. I have them winning the game outright and moving on. i got to ask you, uh, Marco, about the total, too. It's kind of interesting. When it opened up, uh, we saw, like, I think it was 208 flat, and then it kind of 208 and a half. Now, I see a little bit of steam, 209 and a half. I guess if the Spurs are going to be successful, they'd probably want to slow it down a, a little bit there. What do you think about this total at 209 and a half? A uh, good number? I kind of, I'm listening to you on the side. I thought that the Spurs would be maybe minus four and a half. It seems a little bit low for them, but what do you think of 209 and a half with the total? Yeah, San Antonio's had a history of whenever uh, playing at home, uh, if the last game was an under, they have a tendency to go back under this season. 20 times they've played at home for, uh, following a game that was a under. They're 15-5 and five to the under in the next game. I lean to the under tonight because if the Spurs do have any shot, it's not going to be in a shootout. Uh, so if we're going to give them the home crowd, give them to come out energized at least for the first half. That's going to have this game, I think, at a slower pace. And that start of the game can dictate where you're at for the full game total. I'll lean under. Uh, Marco D'Angelo, wagertalk.com with us. Marco in Vegas on Twitter, uh, kicking it on game time decisions. Uh, Last time the Clippers won a game, uh, there was hell to pay. Golden State beat them down uh, the following night. I respect, uh, I was talking about this earlier, Marco, I respect Clay Thompson's honesty when they asked him, were you looking ahead to Houston? And he said, I know I was. And he said, I think some other guys were too. Um, Here's another game that they have to play 
Um, you know, I brought it up earlier. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Could be a brawl. Someone gets suspended. Draymond does something stupid. Somebody gets hurt. It's just another game that they don't need to be playing, that they shouldn't be playing, but they are. Do you expect a full throttle beatdown tomorrow night once again, or do you think the Clippers have something going on here? I don't think the Clippers have anything going on here. I, I think the Warriors are their own worst enemy. Uh, this is a team, we've seen it when they come focused and energized. They're what we've expected, the best team in the NBA. You saw what they did after they blew the 31-point uh, lead in Game 2. They came out and just smacked uh, the Clippers down. This is a team that's held the Clippers back-to-back uh, -back games in 3-4 and four to 105 points. They just lacked defensive intensity last night. I think you see the Clippers get run out of the building tomorrow night. And I'll tell you what, historically, a uh, bad spot for the Clippers. Here's a stat that absolutely blows my mind, because when you think about the playoffs and you think about home court advantage, it doesn't exist when it's a road favorite of seven points or more. The last 21 times that has occurred, it is 19-2 against the spread that the favorite wins and covers. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Golden State. I think you see a full effort from start to finish, and that would be a 15- to 20-point victory easily. I'll go ahead, go with the Warriors for the closeout, and the Clippers, they might as well go ahead and book those tee times for the weekend because they're going to be playing golf on Saturday, not basketball. And, uh, you know, it sounds like you respect uh, you respect the, the history. And, uh, you know, we're big Mark Lawrence fans. And we were talking with Mark the other night, too. And um, and his database and teams that had scored like 130 or more points in back-to-back -back games in the playoffs, which it hadn't happened all that much, um, were really in a flat spot after. And then, boom, uh, the Clippers got the cover in the 113-105 win. And then they get the, uh, the outright uh, win. We're going to be going to a break in a minute, so I hate asking you mid, and then the music's going to start, but we'll just jump uh, right in uh, right now. Uh, am I crazy for thinking the Boston Celtics are a live dog in the plus 235 range against the Milwaukee Bucks in this series? You know, there's a lot of people that have liked Boston all season long. If you looked at the market prices during the entire season where you can bet the futures, Boston was always hanging around the fourth or fifth seed for most of the season because they underachieved from what everybody expected, yet they were still getting bet in the markets for the futures. They were always one of the top two teams in the futures market. I just haven't seen it out of the Celtics. Milwaukee, everybody thinks this is a one-man show, that it's all the Greek freak, Giannis getting everything done. In the playoffs, they got two other guys that are scoring 19 points a game. Uh, Bledsoe and Middleton. This team's complete. Yep. I like Milwaukee, and uh, I'm going to be back in the uh, the Bucks in the series. But I can't lay right, three ten. Hang in here, Marco. We'll take a quick break, and on the other side, we'll get Marco Marco D'Angelo's take on the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers showdown. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
game time decisions. Ready, Rage Radio continues. Line up, block live. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, now on YouTube. I'm Gabriel Morenci, throwing it down in New York. Cam Stewart in uh, Toronto. Marco D'Angelo in Las Vegas uh, joining us uh, right now. So speaking of Toronto, Marco, uh, the Toronto Raptors, uh, minus 215 series uh, favorites, or at least uh, here in New Jersey at FanDuel. Uh, right now, minus 215. And for the record, they put up a number for the Warriors and uh, and the Rockets. Uh, Warriors minus 320 in that series. But uh, what about the Toronto Raptors and Philadelphia 76ers? An interesting tidbit for what it's worth. And he's only played two games, actually, against the Sixers with the Raptors. But Kawhi Leonard is 13-0 and in his career. He's never lost to the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, Kawhi Leonard. And, but the Toronto, and I'm a Raptor fan, uh, Marco. And, you know, it's, it's all about matchups, basketball, as you know. And the Raptors match up real well with the Philadelphia 76ers. I think they're 8-2 and two straight up in the last 10 games against them. And the Raptors are just so good defensively right now. They had a little bit of chemistry issues when they brought Gasol in. Sergi Baco was having a nice year. They had to put him on a bench. You know, there was it took them a little while. They lost that first game to Orlando. But they really started to dial it, dial it in after that. And, you know, I, I, it was as good of a first round as the Raptors could have had in preparation to move forward here. Of course, the caveat, the Raptors 2-14 and 14 in first uh, in game ones and playoff series. Is, how do you look at this Philadelphia uh, Toronto matchup, Marco? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, that first game, uh, if you follow that pattern and you like Toronto for the series, the play is to wait and bet them in game two with the adjusted series yep. price if they would <laughs> drop that first game. Uh, but I don't think they're going to drop the first game. And I'll tell you, you talk about the matchups, and it all goes through the defense. This Toronto team is playing defense at a different level right now. They took three out of four from Philadelphia this year, but all of those games were earlier in the season. Three of them were December or earlier, and the last one was February 5th. This is a different team right now. The look of this team with Gasol, you've got another veteran on the team with Kawhi. Uh, I just don't see Philadelphia being able to have success on a consistent basis. And I love to use the word consistent with Philadelphia because when this team does play their A game, they're one of the better teams in the NBA. There's no question about it. They're loaded with offensive talent. The problem is this team just does not bring that same chemistry to the table night after night, whether it's too many young stars not knowing their roles uh, in just disruption, uh, who's going to be the alpha dog that night. Toronto, they know their roles. As you said, there was chemistry issues at the beginning. That happens with any team when you make a trade. Uh, guys have to change their roles, and they've got to accept that. But now they're rolling on all uh, cylinders. I like Toronto. I think they win this one. I think they take it in six. Uh, and I have no problem laying the 260 with the – I'm seeing 260 here in Vegas with Toronto for the series. And I like them in game one, and I – tell you that if we get game day I'll tell you where you can get a little bit of value if you don't want to lay that six points with Toronto I think you're going to get a lot of people get cute and try to take Philadelphia money line because of that two and 14 stat and I think you will get a number that's still going to be around 200 220 but it should be a lot higher for a favorite of that magnitude of what they're laying in the game i think there's going to be value if you want to take money line toronto first game 
How do you think the Raptors and Bucks match up uh, in, in a hypothetical matchup? Ooh. Who do you think goes to the finals? Uh, there you're going to have two of the better defensive teams in the league. Milwaukee, number one offensively. Uh, so it'll be a different story facing the defense uh, of Toronto. Kawhi Leonard uh, going to be able to play defense against the Greek Freak. This is going to be an interesting matchup. Toronto, last year I thought was their year. I thought it was the year they were going to get over the hump, and they let me down. Adding Kawhi to this roster, I think, is where it gets it done. I think they move on. Toronto will be facing Golden State in the NBA Finals. I like what I'm hearing. I like what I'm I hearing, too, Marco. <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm looking offshore, Gabe and, and Marco. We look at Milwaukee. We think Toronto could beat them. Milwaukee, Golden State's minus a buck sixty to win the championship. The Bucks are in the two hole at plus five twenty five, and the Raptors are plus eight fifty. So, you know, we think the Raptors can play with the Bucks. We might be in a, a hedgeable situation there, guys, because I think Toronto can beat Milwaukee too. Yeah, and with that plus price for uh, Toronto to win the series. Actually, you would end up making more money if you would just roll Toronto over through the series because they're going to be a dog against Milwaukee. And if you think that they have a shot to beat Golden State in the finals, they're going to be a huge dog against Golden State. So just manually rolling it over, you'd end up with a bigger profit than the plus 850. Marco D'Angelo, wagertalk.com. Well, Marco, it's great uh, great to get you on the show. Um, did you Anytime. go? I saw a picture. Did you go? You went to? Uh, did you go to uh, Florida for the uh, the Florida Derby? Yeah, uh, I hung out with your buddy Mark Lawrence. We had a great day down there, and uh, <laughs> oh, did he? Uh, yeah, he spoiled me for horse racing. I've been, you know, I own horses. I've been uh, in the horse business for thirty years. But uh, the Flamingo Room at the Gulfstream Park, and uh, they had uh, crab, lobster tail, shrimp. Uh, he, he ruined oh, me that day. I, horse racing will never be the same. <laughs> you got gout after fishing. I'm going to. Uh, that's, that's amazing. We'll what get you on. We'll get you on next week. We'll, we'll do the Derby. Uh, I'm going to be watching derby. the Derby over at the Meadowlands, uh, the Meadowlands track. And me and Cam actually owned a horse. Just we just once yeah. we owned a harness. Um, and um, like a lot of people, the business uh, chewed us up and spit us out, Marco. <laughs> well, that's what I own. I own harness horses. I still do uh, have two of them racing. I call it the Little M. I race at the Meadows in Pennsylvania uh, oh, instead like of the Meadowlands in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We raced on the uh, – we were on the Ontario circuit and, like, Western New York. Like, we raced at uh, Woodbine. We got slaughtered at. We were in over our head. Georgian Downs, Woodbine, uh, Fort Erie. Flamborough. Where else did we race, Cap? Flamborough. Flamborough. Uh, yeah. They're pretty much all. Yeah, yeah. Where was the one in Barrie? That was Georgian Downs, right? Georgian Downs. That's where we won a race. Happier times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we actually won a race. Nothing better than our... uh, the thrill of winning a race, though, guys. That that, that thrill oh, of your horse, uh, you know, that makes up for, you know, all the money that it cost you all year taking care of that horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder about that. I heard my name, owner, Gabriel Morenci. I was like, that's pretty cool, but, yeah. man, I'm down a lot of money. <laughs> hey, thanks, Marco. Hey, no problem. Anytime you guys need it. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Marco, Marco D'Angelo, Marco in Vegas on Twitter, uh, wagertalk.com. Let's not talk about our horse, Cam. We'll get into the Derby, though, next oh. week. <laughs> we will. He's in the harness game. He's still got two active horses, so we're not going to talk about it. Marco, I hate, let's move on. I agree. I see Everybody, people all the time, though. I bet you. I bet you right now in the chat even someone, you guys still own that horse? 
Listen, oh, yeah. if we still own the effing horse, we probably would be talking about it more, wouldn't we? Yeah, don't People, you think? Oh, well, you guys own that horse still? No, no, yeah, we still own him. We never, we haven't talked about him in a year. We still own him. We sold him. He's gone. Nice he was guy. A good, horse. good guy. It was a good horse. He got hurt that night. It was all, it was all just as usual. We talk about our bad beats. It was bad luck again. The race was not on time. Our horse got rattled. That was, the, that was the biggest screw job ever. It was ever. just a disaster. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's called the Georgian screw job, not the Montreal screw job. That's where we lost our that horse. Was the, and who's who was that guy? Because the guy owns every horse at the track. They, they McNair, We waited 20 minutes. McNair. McNair. We made it 20 every... minutes for this guy. Yeah, I know. McClure, Dude, McNair. I knew we were doomed. They ate us up. They ate us our up. Our horse, basically our horse was ready to go. And the thing is, we had a good driver that night, and he knew. He was like, yeah, because we had a lot of bad drivers. They didn't get it. This guy got it. He goes, listen, you got to get your horse going before. Your horse is kind of a slow starter. He goes, you got to really get him worked up before. And he used to piss me off before the races because I'd see him just jogging around. I'm like, guys, you got to get him, like, going a bit here. And so we got him really going, and he was really ready to go. And as the race about to start, one of the other horses' shoe fell off. And he should have been eliminated. But the thing is, the guy that owns the horse is a big shot at the track. He owns like a million horses. He keeps the place open. And they were like, all right, a little delay. But the thing is, man, it's supposed to be five minutes. And Cam was freaking. Cam's like, it's supposed to be five-minute delay only. Max, we were on the track for 17 minutes, 18 minutes, literally. The bottom line is... did not react well. And Cam, if you remember, that's the night that I called, I called Cody live at the track. And I True. said, yo, I said, I'm watching the warm-up, bro. I said, why is Conflict Diamond running in the wrong direction? Dude, he got so mad, he turned around. He tried to leave. He got pissed off. There was another horse in the infield. I saw our horse turn around and start, like, walking away. And and then after, they said, oh, he was pissed. They said, yeah, yeah, he was pissed. And then he ran pissed. And he broke his foot in half. Like, the horse yeah. knew. Like, we, he should never have run. If we were smart people, they would have pulled him off the track that night after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we should have DQ'd ourselves. But yes. the bottom line is this. When I, watch, when I watch thoroughbred racing, Gabe, and a lot of first-time starters, they have claustrophobia. They have problems getting in the gate. So the jockey will jump off the horse. They'll bring him back around, and they'll put him in. If the horse is still skittish after, like, the second or third time, they'll scratch him. It usually takes between four and six minutes for these things to happen. And it doesn't matter who you are. If you're Tyler Gaff, Leon, the best jockey, or, you no, know, no, one no, of the no, exactly. brothers Kentucky or whatever. Kentucky Derby they, or they, our they horse. Are not, the they are not running in the race. And the problem that I had with that race was there's no need for a 20, 30-minute delay because it screws everything up. Horses are creatures of habit. You think hockey players aren't? When they say exactly. they get laid at this time, they have chicken at this time. This is and what I do remember, before the game. It pissed me off. If you remember. Conflict Diamond was a kind of a surly horse, too. Remember, he was temperamental. He was, he was a little angry to he begin was. with. He was a moody horse. And they horse. said he was pissed. They said, oh, he was mad, man. After, like, when it was a false start, he got really mad. He turned around, and he started jogging the other way. He was saying, F you guys. And he was probably saying, my foot hurt. F you guys. Well, we ran him, split his foot in half, and we lost $18,000. Correct. Nobody bring up the horse business again. True. Unless you give us a winner. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Too. We got two hockey games on the board tonight. Just gonna wait for uh, Marenzi. I think he probably went to the can. See, everybody upset him. We were just uh, we we're having a good time talking to Marco, and then we start getting into horse racing, and then uh, everybody gets sour. I'll tell you something, man. You know what I was thinking? That horse racing. That horse racing business was nothing but a piss away. We have money. We should have just put it in a bank. Yep. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out when he's racing. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the Meadowlands. And I'm gonna bet on him. I miss Conflict Diamond. Is still racing? I think yeah, he is. Racing I got an update. Smaller track. I got an update yeah, a couple of days ago. Uh, how's he doing? So, Winning? The same. No, the same. Yeah. Like we we wouldn't be. We're not. We'd be in the same boat. Like yeah. His last three races, he finished sixth, seventh, and second. Yeah. Oh, second. Good. 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 That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so that second would have paid for it. Like, you know what I mean? We would have been in the same boat. It, would have, it yeah, is what it is. We would have been just basically, yeah, the money just goes like this, around and around. I hate to say it because it's yeah. a crazy business, but you can't just have one horse. Uh, exactly. Well, what did Marco you need four. You, you need three or four, though. Like, you know, two, three. You I think, need a few. Of them. I think you, you know need, what I mean? I think you need probably a minimum two. It's optimum three or more. Because, because Cam, you, need a horse you already have the stable and stuff. Yeah, Correct. so it's cheaper. Like you're not paying the same amount for all of them, so you might as well just have a couple of them. It's but it's not cost effective having them in the barn all week and every two weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to be rolling out. You need to be racing a couple of times a week at least to get the money coming back. If you have a mansion, Gabe, with 13 rooms and you only have one child, wouldn't it be smart to have like 10 kids if you're going to be living in a huge estate like that? That's like horses in the stable. You're going to pay stable fees. You're going to pay your trainer. You're going to pay all that stuff, which we did pay. Yeah, it's funny. And I met all these guys. Hey, man, where's the money from the horse? It's like, don't you guys seem to understand? The horse ate, like, the money's gone. It's There's no there's no getting money back. There's no nothing. Like, people don't understand how expensive it was just to basically, when we, we had to finish better than fourth to, like, break even almost with all the fees. Like, and that didn't happen for a while. The, the, how many months was he's he out won, That was not he's won. He's won once since we've, since we, since we haven't owned. That's amazing. So good. We would have lost more money then. That's good. That's yeah, good. like we wouldn't have made money. Like we wouldn't have. Like he's he he won once. He finished second. He's sort of all over the place. You know what I mean? Like uh, he's not a young horse. No, you know what the problem old. was? He's not young. He's probably about nine now. And and they didn't tell us this. And this is what's frustrating about the horse business. It starts off. He's got a sore foot. Oh no, he's got a cracked hoof. And then after, it's like, well, yeah, you know, he's always had a heart problem. 
<laughs> like, remember saying, well, that's he's sort of got a heartbeat. He's got an irregular yeah. heartbeat. I'm like, you never told right. me he had a regular heartbeat. It's like, and he's running. In, you tell me this, right? Like, you know, that's the thing with these horses, man. They're not machines, right? Like, they're they're real animals. Like, they break down. They sure are. So, no, you, um, like you know, it was it was a nice run. It, you know, it was a nice it's run. It's a tough period. business. We don't, and the thing is, we just don't have enough money. Like, you can't be, like, we also, look at it like gambling almost. Like, all right, we have this. It's like a bet or something. With Let's put a thousand, a couple of thousand each in on this. The thing is, if, if he only races once a week. The money when you win's not enough coming back. Like, you really, it's tough. Like, if you're trying, you can't make a living off it. Like, we were trying to make money off a horse that we should have been just trying to have fun with. You know what I mean? I agree. Excellent point. And another point is, no offense to the people that got us involved. If I'm ever going to yeah. do this something like this again, I don't want to know the people involved. I'll talk to my own trainer. I'll find out the people myself. Uh, you know, we thought we had an in in the business. It didn't really work out that way. Like, there was a lot of oh, things. We were like, promised we Hall got... of Fame driver on our horse. We yeah. were picking guys out of the parking lot by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Like, we had. Oh, we, we had should to... know, dude. We're going to move on from this, but we should know yeah. that our biggest screw job was Travis Cullen. We had the best driver. It was perfect for our horse. We were a perfect team. We were a perfect team. We had this driver. He was a young guy, he was ultra aggressive. And, yep. man, we got checks like four out of five races with this guy. But, unfortunately, he was a little too aggressive. And uh, he got suspended. And, we, you know, we, the, the horse never responded to anyone like they, he did him. Like, Travis and that horse really responded, Cam. Like, yep. all these well, other old guys. And another thing is, yeah. all these other old guys, I think they screwed us and held the horse back and bet against us. Number two, these old drivers, I learned my lesson, they don't take chances. Like, even, like, uh, the old man told us after. I was like, man, and he basically said, he goes, yeah, well, you know, my dad broke his arm before, and he didn't really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Travis didn't care, bro. Like, I remember oh, Cal animal. told me, like, our trainer told me once after, I said, what a run. And he goes, yeah, he goes, well, he goes, you know, it's quite frankly, he's kind of a reckless driver and is dangerous out there. And, yes, but we won. And <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, Travis was aggressive. He'd cut people off. Like, some of these old guys, remember, Cam, they'd let guys go in front of us and shit. He used to piss me off, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, cut them off. Like, you know, it's just racing. We're not going for a run in the park here. That's why I prefer thoroughbred racing over harness racing. When you're on the bike, Gabe, and you make a move, when the odds of, like, moving and positioning and eh, 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 all the things, when you're a jockey, you can just make a quick move. It's kind of like a deacon hockey he goes through, he finds the hole and attacks. You can't do that with the bike. With the bike and wheels, you need a strategy, and we didn't have you right. Other than Travis, our drivers well, were remember not Travis is, to make the move. I like Travis's strategy. He was like, we're going wire to wire. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That was it his deal. Work. He was like, yeah, we're, it works yeah, in harness. we're starting it works in harness fast, a lot more. and we're going. Yeah, he goes, we're starting fast, and that's it. And if we run out of gas, we run out of gas. So once we go wire to wire, Another time, we, I thought we were going to win, but we ran out of gas. We finished second or third that time. Like, I like this style. These other guys kept waiting and waiting, and then we'd come on, we'd be burning down the stretch, and it was yeah. too late. Pissed exactly. me off. But anyways, anyways, let's get to the games. Yeah. They never made their move early enough. All right, draft tonight. We've got an hour for the draft. Nothing's happened. No yeah. trades. Nothing's happened. Yeah, I'm just watching the red carpet. they got country singers out there. Michael Irvin. <laughs> yeah, they got guys in suits and stuff. Yeah, it's just a big, uh, you know. 
it's kind of like the Grammys right now. I got the, the blonde chick, Leah Stark from NFL Network. She's all done up. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, I really don't care. I just, as long as our bets come in, Kyler Murray will be the first player taken overall. All the other bets, I really like the Metcalf over Gabe, which we got at a good price before. And I still think Drew Locke over 10 and a half. I don't think that kid gets drafted inside the top 10. No way. But if Denver takes him, shame on me. All right. Um, my my draft props, guys. Let's start off with Quinn and Williams. Quinn and Williams, Alabama. I think he's going to go under three and a half. I'm getting a little bit of cold feet now just because I'm worried that San Francisco is going to take Bosa anyways. But I got to believe now this white nationalist stuff and supremacy stuff like the nail in the coffin, bro. Like, come, no, that's like, funny. No, you're talking about it. Like I'm waiting, like I'm doing the updates and there's a story on everything but this. It's like it's like they don't want to put it out there. Like what's going no, on? They here? don't. No, because they know deal. he's going to get drafted. If, if, and it's a bad story for them. Oh, man. It's a bad story guy, for them. It's ridiculous. Like a kid, said, it's not you're just. Play, you're playing like football Josh, with, with black guys and white guys and stuff. Like, this is serious stuff. If you're if you're a part of these organizations, that's not good, man. This is very, like very Josh bad. Allen. Josh Allen last year was the guy with this. The Bills quarterback. It's like the day yeah. before the draft, and they were like, oh, there's all kinds of N-bomb stuff on his Twitter. Um, the thing was, though, it wasn't, it wasn't the right, like, he wasn't insulting people. It was more like, he what's up, like, eh, like it's Yeah, not, he not, was not like, stuff. he would repeat rap lines from songs and say, yeah. I'm a baller, and I'm a, you know, I'm a true whatever gang and whatever. He was a dumb kid, but it wasn't hateful, you know what I mean? Like, Nick Bosa's like, you know, I would never live in that liberal hellhole, homosexual hellhole San Francisco. Um, you know, the, the constant Beyonce sucks. Kaepernick sucks. Black Panther sucks. I mean, there was a pattern that was obvious, but you can't say, all right, fine. You're not racist. Cause you don't like black Panther movie. Yeah. He goes, it's the worst Marvel movie ever. Fine. That's your opinion. All right, fine. You don't like Beyonce. Fine. You know, you don't like Colin Kaepernick. Fine. All in on our own, but it adds up and let's just be real. I mean, we know what's going on here and it didn't take long. You dig a little deeper, and then you get the uh, you get the homophobic stuff and the white power stuff, and oh, well, you know. And then he doesn't even he didn't apologize. He said, "I'll keep my beliefs to myself from now on." <laughs> I wouldn't draft a kid to San Francisco. I wouldn't. I wouldn't draft no, a kid. Not, period. I, I think it's gonna be trouble. Used, but if he used the word homosexuals and stuff like that in reference to San Francisco, we have a big problem because. That, that area, you, right. you know what I mean? You don't want a guy like that. If John Lynch wants to get there. picketed and have people protesting his pick, good for you, dude. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. More you know trouble. I mean? like, More uh, yeah, so so anyway, so Quinnen Williams, I think, goes second to San Francisco, and I think the Jets are going to take Bosa because Bosa is awesome. He is a he wicked is. player, right? Um, so that's, yeah. that's the thing. Um, so I'm saying Quinnen Williams under – Three and a half. Um, Jonah Williams, first offensive lineman taken. Uh, Jawan Taylor's the favorite out of Florida, Cam. But I think Jonah Williams out of Alabama is going to go ahead of him at plus 200. All these are nice plus plays here, plus money. Marquise Brown, first wide receiver drafted. Everyone talks about the ripped athletic freak in uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, Marquise Brown's a smaller kid, 166 pounds. Antonio Brown's his uh, his uncle, it's his cousin, whatever. They're cousins, uh, younger cousin here, Marquise Brown. 
fast as hell. His nickname's Hollywood. Fast, fast yeah. kid. Played for the Oklahoma remember, Sooners. Remember, though, Gabe, uh, the one thing is he would have probably gone higher. He got hurt in that final game, too. Remember the game against Texas? And he was, yeah, like, yeah. on the sidelines really, really fighting it. And he 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 was a gamer, yeah, man. What do you I remember call the that? game. Plaster fancyitis or whatever it's called. What do you call that? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Plaster, yeah. It's exactly what you talked about. That's what he, he had, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's the thing. If he didn't have that injury, I think he'd probably even go higher. That kid is electrifying. Electrifying. They're... Um... But the thing with his injury is, it's not like a concern. No, it's not like, no, oh, yeah, it's lingering no. or something. It's like, no, no, he's fine. It's it's just, it, it is what it is. He's fast as hell, this kid. Like, sure, I think he's going to be the first wide receiver drafted, uh, plus 145. Uh, Byron Murphy, first cornerback drafted. We had Whale Capper on earlier, and he said he thinks that Greedy Williams' stock has dropped a lot. Greedy Williams is good, but it seems like Murphy is just a little bit more reliable. And they like him better. More teams like Murphy more. And I don't, Murphy's not getting out of the first round. I think he'll be the first cornerback drafted plus 200 once again. I don't even need to win every one of these. Jonathan Abram, I really like this one. I think he's going to be the first safety taken. It might not happen tonight, though. But I think he's going to be the first safety taken plus 180. And I've got Dwayne Haskins as my second quarterback taken, Cam. So Kyler Murray goes first. And then I got Haskins going to wherever he goes. I don't know, man. The Raiders, the Redskins, the the Dolphins, uh, sorry, the Bengals. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, those those are my prop picks, guys. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, second quarterback drafted, minus 175. Jonathan Abram, first safety drafted, plus 180. Byron Murphy, first cornerback drafted, plus 200. Marquise Brown, first wide receiver drafted, plus 145. Jonah Williams. First offensive lineman drafted, plus 200. Quinnen Williams, under three and a half. And in the real sports world, I got a small piece of the Dallas Stars to win on the road. The Columbus Blue Jackets to win on the road. And the San Antonio Spurs, call me Polly Public, because I'm on the Spurs at home tonight on the money line. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Cam, while you're, uh, what do you got? Well, we had that guy... Uh, it's funny, my neighbor kept on ringing my doorbell, Gabe, but I don't like to leave my post, but I basically traded an outdoor table for a case of beer. The guy wouldn't get off me, and uh, I don't use the thing anyway, so hopefully it's worth 25 bucks because that's what a case of steam okay. whistle costs. 12, 12, 12 beers or 24 beers? Yeah, he gave me, he gave me 12, but uh, he says he's got more coming. We'll see. My Filipino Trey, you neighbor just did, likes You just did a business transaction. You traded yeah, a... a, a an outdoor backyard table for a case of beer. That I don't use. Yeah, I think I won that deal. I don't even think it's worth 20 bucks. Anyway, my picks. He thinks he seemed to win the deal, but he doesn't understand. The thing's useless. Quarterbacks under three and a half first round plus 275. I think we got to do it, Gabe, just with the plus money. And I'm opposite on one pick to you, but we're on the same for one. I had to take Quinton Williams over three and a half plus 250. I have to do it just for the value. Metcalf over 18 and a half. Lock over 10 and a half. And Murray, I did bet at minus 340. I am poly public. There's no way Arizona doesn't take this kid. Don't listen to any reports in the smoke screens, Marenzi. He is going to the Arizona Cardinals. Hockey tonight. You talked about it. I love Dallas more than uh, more than Columbus, but I'm betting both games. Dallas plus a half puck, 60 minutes, plus 135 money line. Columbus plus a half puck, 60 minutes, plus 125 money line. Both dogs in hockey. One's got to win, maybe two tonight, Gabe. And in baseball, I'm going with two plays. The Cincinnati Reds, minus 135. And the Angels, who I took last night, who screwed me, 
I'm not a vindictive man. I'm going back to them again. I think uh, they beat the Yankees. The Yankees injuries catch up with them tonight. Give me the Angels at plus 100. I'm not even going to touch this basketball game now. Your buddy from Wager uh, Talk scared me off. Um, you know, um, you know, I'm done with baseball like for a couple of days. I was killing baseball, I, but I actually Pittsburgh might be done with Pirates, baseball bro. too. Oh, they're horrible. The Pittsburgh they Pirates. These guys are unbelievable, man. Like they, they killed me this week. They killed me. What, what they Brank- lost five in a row now? Four in a row? They got swept Brank- by Arizona. Branky hit a triple today. He hit for the cycle this this month, and he pitched. Gabe, listen to this one: seven innings, two hit ball. The Pirates, trust me, they suck. They might have been off to a good start. They're not a good baseball team. They're bad. Uh, They're horrible. So what's going on? What's going on tomorrow night? So tomorrow night's the Clipper game. Tomorrow night, I already bet yeah. on the Islanders, but uh, we'll no, talk tomorrow about the that Islanders start right. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to kill Carolina the first game. Ready to go, Barry. Barry trots. They're only laying 20 cents, too. It's crazy. I like the Islanders. Up to minus 134 now. Yeah, guy. Yeah, it's uh, get on it and quick, Gabe. It'll be minus 145, Maybe. 50 by game time. I'll take Colorado tomorrow night, too, game one. Me, too. I'm taking the Islanders in Colorado tomorrow. Those are exactly what I'm taking. Colorado, nice uh, nice live dogs uh, tomorrow. So I'm staying away from the, the totals. Totals have been uh, frustrating me in hockey. Staying away from the totals. I see we got Slick Picks. Uh, what up, Slick Picks? Boston uh, in the Slick house. Like? What do you like tonight, Slick Picks? We've got about uh, 30 seconds before we get out of here, I believe. Thank you, Yang. You're welcome, buddy. Uh, I aim to please, buddy. There's Kyler Murray <laughs> rocking a uh, big-time suit, looking like a yeah. guy that's going to be taken first overall in about first one hour time. Excellent <laughs> points. He's like, Cam, you won, baby. Like he's got a smile on his face right now. He knows. He knows. He, he don't got to stress. Money. He's got like a grin on his face. Like yeah, yeah. 